This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. April. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent. Doing awesome. Here are your three headlines. You pick the real one. You're going to come to our Christmas show at 98 degrees Saturday night. And you're also going to take a carload of people through Coney Island to see the Christmas nights and lights. Okay. All right. All right. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it a Mrs. Claus fights off purse snatcher with oversized cookie platter? Is it B? Cops escorting Santa and Mrs. Claus to an event also managed to bust some shoplifters. Or C, Santa caught with no pants on when he gets pulled over in his VW bug for speeding. I'm going to go with C. No, darn it. Uh, I know. That was kind of my favorite, too. I know. It's A, isn't it? Nope, it was actually B. Oh, (laughs) son of a gun. Any other time when I'm listening, I get it right. (laughs) That's how it always goes, right? Two police officers in Daytona Beach, Florida, named Joe Evans and Courtney Woollyhan, got an assignment on Saturday to escort Santa and Mrs. Claus to a Christmas tree lighting ceremony at an outlet mall. So they took the couple to the mall, took some pictures, and then headed back toward their car. And when they got to the parking lot, the cops spotted some people trying to steal a tire from the car. And when they searched their car, they found they just shoplifted stuff from six stores at the mall. Uh, wearing an ugly Christmas sweater is not a good enough way to get hipster attention anymore. Everyone pretty much does it, which is why people are stepping up their game like this. The hot new trend for holiday parties this year is putting tiny Christmas lights in your beard. And I think it's really stinking cute. I do. Yeah, they're kind of like uh, last year when guys were putting tiny ornaments in their yeah. beards. Only the lights are better. Yeah, these light up. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like they're a little tricky to find for sale online right now, but uh, you should be, definitely be able to track some down on either Etsy or Amazon. If you're mm-hmm. going to come to our Tacky for a Cause uh, Christmas party, the holiday party over at Westside Brewing on December 8th, please put lights in your beard. Pretty please. Please. <laughs> I found them on eBay this morning for like twenty nine ninety nine, and they're just a little strand. Perfect for you hmm. guys. There are six Burger Kings in the Green Bay, Wisconsin area who are rolling out a new burger this weekend called the Green Bay Whopper. It is one burger patty and eight slices of cheese. The picture of it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> the burger will only be on sale for a week. 
That should be enough time for it to uh, inflict at least a few heart attacks, though, you figure, right? A couple here and there. And when your career is built off using your kids to get social media engagement, (laughs) I guess you got to bench the kid who underperforms, right? There is a woman named Katie Bauer in Georgia. She is a mommy blogger who has over 52,000 Instagram followers. She has five kids, four boys and a girl. And this week, her second oldest son turned six. And Katie posted a picture in honor of his birthday, but then wrote that she was really upset because she noticed that pictures of him get fewer likes than one of her other kids. (laughs) What's wrong with this kid? Isn't he as cute? Yeah, he he actually gets fewer likes than all of her other kids. He's from the one mommy and daddy love the least. From a statistical <laughs> from a statistical point of view, he wasn't as popular. And she's not sure why. She thinks maybe it's because she had her third kid quickly, so maybe this this kid didn't get as many solo baby photos. He didn't have enough time to establish himself as a player in this game. So she asked people to give him lots of likes for his sixth birthday. And other people on social media have really turned on her now. As one person wrote, quote, full-time mommy bloggers scare me. It is the 2018 version of turning your kids into child stars and profiting off of them. Uh, Katie wound up deleting the post and putting up a tearful apology a lot of people who thought that I needed him to be liked. No, I don't. I I like him. I like him. Nothing's going to change that. He's just... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House and I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's awesome. All my kids are. But kids are smart, y'all. Kids know there's likes on photos. And it's very human nature to compare. And so for me, my personal growth journey is teaching my kids that it doesn't matter. Some people are going to be like, well, why do you even have your kids on social media at all? It's like a horrible thing. That's your choice. You get to choose that. What my choice is, is I share who they are and I get to share their struggles and I get to keep some of it to myself. Specifically about this situation, I chose to share this because I thought it would be encouraging to somebody else out there that they have to understand that social media does not even hold a candle to how awesome real life is. That's the personal growth that I had to learn, that everybody will have to learn, and all my kids will have to learn it. And I hope that they know that their value isn't in likes or statistics. In the meantime, please like my video, because this is how uh-huh. I make my living. I feel why, the people, same, I just, yes. why do people have to just, you know what? If you don't like what she's doing, then don't look at it. Just leave her alone. 
I why can't it? Why does everybody have to be so judgy and nasty and mean? Just it is let the, her be. It was the hypocrisy her that be. her followers were disappointed with. Yeah. Because it started out with her going, my son only got 10 likes. Can you like it so he gets more likes? All of our Instagram pics need more likes on this I, show. Why are you even <laughs> oh. teaching your kids likes Why even equal? let them look at the kid is six years yes. old? Don't even let him look at the stinking Facebook We only had 12 likes blog the or whatever you've got oh. going on. I took it down. Just stop. So, and now I'm judging her, so I can't. I know. Well, that would, you know what? <laughs> I, by the way, here on the job, likes are important. For us, yes, yeah. for business-wise. But no, when I say that, it's not a judgment. It's like, this is how you solve this problem. This, mm. is, this is the solution to the issue here. I can understand when you get really excited. And look at all these people that think you're really cool. Well, there's the other side to that, the kid that doesn't get as many likes as the other. So to just eliminate it altogether. We talk out of both sides of our mouths, though, because we try to tell people it shouldn't matter, even though a lot of us make our living and, you know, much of our uh, sense of self is based on the very thing we tell people isn't important. By the way, if you're planning to ditch your family for two to seven hours this Thanksgiving to go hit the stores, according to a new survey, you're not alone. 71% of people say they're going to do some shopping this weekend. And a quarter of them are planning to actually go to stores yes. on Thanksgiving Day. We talked about this yesterday with John Matteries. A lot of the stores are opening at 5 and 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Top three reasons are they're trying to get a jump on the deals. They like shopping on Thanksgiving with their family or friends, and it's sort of become a Thanksgiving ritual. And they want to leave the family that they're with at the dinner. I need mean, a break. Let's be I need honest. a break. Yeah. Think about that, though. Some people get up, like, for example, my dad gets up at, you know, two and three o'clock in the morning to put the turkey on. And then he cooks all morning long. He has a million people at his house. I could easily see him at five or six o'clock being like, I need to go buy a TV I need a break. and really just go sit in his car and hang out by himself. If I if I did Thanksgiving with a huge with with everybody in my family. I may very well want a break for yeah. an hour or two. And shopping is always, you know, a great way to relieve stress. It's a great break. <laughs> Retail therapy. Well, and God bless the people that have to work on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. I just hope people are nice to them. Just be nice. If you're going to go out on Thanksgiving, be a nice person. Because yeah. you can see how that easily can go wrong quickly. Hopefully they're happy about earning some holiday pay. But if they're not and they're there because they have to be there. Give him a break. Treat him with a little bit of respect. Uh, survey on BuzzFeed asked people for their opinions on different Thanksgiving food. And believe it or not, the type of pie that most people want is not pumpkin. Mm. It's actually apple. Yeah. It got 42% of the vote versus 39% for pumpkin and 19% for pecan. Pecan wasn't even close. The survey also found people would rather have regular green beans than green bean casserole. Yes. I'm with you. Yep. Or no green beans at all. I like the casserole. I'm looking forward to my mother's green bean casserole with all those onion rings on the top. I saw a post the other day from Sheila Gray, Jen, that made me think about you because they had like the local 12 friends giving at some point last week because uh-huh. a lot of people took off work. And she made the classic green bean casserole with those giant 
French's onion circles on top. <laughs> I about threw up. I bet if Sheila did it, it was fantastic. She said she didn't do anything fancy, just the classic. You got to have some hilarious. green on your plate. Like when you make your perfect plate, you got to right. have a little green. That's where the collards come in. Or you sure? <laughs> or the, you know, casserole. The broccoli casserole. They are split 50-50 on stuffing versus mac and cheese. Although I don't understand why you can't have both. I don't. Do you guys do mac and cheese? I don't think we do. Sometimes. No. I mean, we don't. We could. But I don't understand why it has to be one or the other. Right. Let's if do it you're all. Torn by it. I mean, we mm-hmm. need another starch at the table. We already have sweet potatoes, potatoes, Where do you have corns, nine? rolls. <laughs> <laughs> why not ten? There is an easy way to solve it. <laughs> Uh, but Thanksgiving dinner, it is harder than it used to be because now you have to worry about your gluten-free uncle or the, the cousin who will die if they get within a mile of a nut. A new survey found one-third of Thanksgivings this year will include at least one person who has some sort of dietary restriction. And 52% of those meals will incorporate at least one safe dish that everyone can eat. Overall, 12% of Thanksgiving cooks will have to cater to someone who's either lactose intolerant or gluten-free or vegetarian or allergic to nuts or vegan or allergic to soy. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like if you have that stuff, you should bring your own food or your host should take care of it? Well, here's where I'm at because I got a kid that's gluten-free and Mm dairy-free and I have I have. Quite a few friends actually that have something that they're allergic to. As a person who, if I did actually cook, I would appreciate if they could, you know, if there's something that they really want to have, okay, that they bring it themselves. But I too want to provide them with as many options as possible because, quite frankly, most of these gluten free and dairy free and vegetarian options are a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. better for everybody and there are ways to make them taste really good so if it's possible to do it said the woman who doesn't know who how to boil water but, but I want, <laughs> is that right but what I want, is that a fact but what i see like <laughs> that's like actually i have one do friend it for i know it's so bad. <laughs> i have one friend that has celiac disease mm-hmm. and so whenever there's a group gathering she always brings stuff so she makes sure that she has something to eat but she gets so excited and happy when somebody else is considerate and brings something that she can also have. That's very nice. That is nice. And so I can see how much it means to her when people take the time out to show that they care and want her to be a part of everything. So good point. Yeah. Young people are more likely to say someone at their Thanksgiving will have some kind of dietary restriction uh, people between the ages of 18 and 34, 42% of people between 18 and 34 uh, said yes, uh, compared to just under 30% of people who were older than that. All right. And speaking of food, if we're going to talk turkey, and then we'll get to shop till you drop here in a minute, what's the one Thanksgiving food you have to have this Thursday? And if it wasn't on the table, you would just, you would die I a would little freak out. inside. Yes. And at the very top of the list, as you can imagine, turkey. 86% said, obviously, that has to be number one. Got to have it. Followed by mashed potatoes, number two. Oh, where is the stuffing? stuffing. Number it's three. Coming. It's right behind it. Yep. Okay. Uh, followed by the bread rolls. Yep. Holmes High School cafeteria rolls. 
Those were incredibly good. Those were very good. Oh, my God. Followed by pumpkin pie. Let's see. So 38% of us do not eat pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, probably because they're eating apple pie, which is number nine. But before I get to that, i got to add the uh, green beans. It did not say green bean casserole, but Aha. green beans took number six, followed by cranberry sauce, yams or sweet potatoes, then apple pie number nine, and pecan pie rounding out the top ten. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.